On today's episode of the Breakaway Match Week Edition, we discuss Wednesday's draw against LA Galaxy, and then we talk about Sunday's match against Las Vegas in a big one. Republic needing three points after the draw on Wednesday. So a lot happening. Uh, we will talk about the team's play coming up on today's episode of the Breakaway Match Week Edition, presented by U.S. Bank. But first... On this financial timeout brought to you by U.S. Bank, we're talking about buying a house. If you've never bought a house before, it can be overwhelming and hard to know where to start. First things first, make sure your credit history is in good shape. It's always a good idea to keep an eye out on your credit, but if you're thinking about buying a home, it's an extra good idea. Staying current on your existing accounts, maintain your employment status, and limit new credit inquiries. You should also start a down payment fund aiming to save 100 to 500 each month. Remember, 20% down is not the only option on a mortgage loan, but every little bit helps. Stay tuned for more first-time home buying tips from U.S. Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. This is going to be a shorter episode today, uh, but I want to get to a lot of the things of that happened in the LA Galaxy match against Sacramento. From the jump, it felt like this was a different team to where they had more energy. The first, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, maybe, yeah, probably around the first 30 minutes, just Sacramento completely outplayed LA Galaxy. And my my thought process is, wow, we're really outplaying these guys. And, and really, for the record, the whole match, overwhelmingly Sacramento outplayed them. But... A couple small blemishes affect a lot, and um, that's what happened. Um, Kamiwasa with the penalty. He's been money on penalties right now. Five goals in four matches. Three of them have been penalties, I know. But that's still uh, exciting to see from your striker, and especially a guy who struggled early in the season. He's getting into good spots. He's finding good runs, um, and I'm feeling much, much better about how he's been playing as of late. He's just been more dangerous. And maybe that's because of the different way Sacramento played that last match, right? Duke Lucroix gets his first goal of the year, his first time really playing left wing, at least starting there, um, other than maybe when they went three in the back early on in the season. But uh, I thought he played really well as well. Uh, Emil Cuello, Jaime Vira. I just really like this midfield group um, this last match. And I think, you know, Sly Luis Felipe, who was out because of yellow cards, um, to that defensive role for Wheeler Amanu, who I thought played pretty well as well. Slide him there, maybe put Hayden Sargis in for Nabi. I think that might be your best lineup, maybe. I mean, it's hard to believe that Jordan McCrary, who was last year's uh, team MVP defensively, uh, hasn't been getting a whole lot of minutes, but that's just how it's been. Where are you supposed to put him? Gomez and Lucroix have been really, really good. So um, it's it's now to the point where, and, and by the way, playing Cuello and Panagos together almost as two tens has, I think, opened up a lot of things. And Cuello himself opening up things. He's very crafty. He's left-footed, and he's good at um, crossing the ball in. Iwasa talked about that at training today. 
I really like where the attack is at for Sacramento. Really like it. And by the way, Panagos has had great awareness to go down on two PKs when he's been fouled in the box. Um, and a lot of times, I mean, the young guy to have a presence of mind to do that is is just impressive. I have been so impressed with him this year, um, and he's been so good for Sacramento. Hayden Sargis, I'm hoping he's back. Dan Casey um, probably had one of his worst games of the year this year. Uh, but he's been solid overall. He's been consistent. I imagine he'll bounce back. And I do think, you know, it, the the match was obviously frustrating from many different facets. The attack, and I'm going to separate these two, the attack in the first 30 minutes and really the most of the match, it felt promising. It felt good. I, I always felt like there was an opportunity to score where earlier in the year you could make the case that you never really felt like they were going to score. Um, and that's obviously not the case these, this match, and really even the last couple matches, I know the 3-1 loss last Saturday against San Diego didn't feel that way, but again, after that first 30 minutes, they played much better. It's almost like a complete opposite of that game. Sacramento plays really, really well early against LA Galaxy. They played really poorly against San Diego, and the script's like flipped. And so this team is can't quite figure out a way how to put together two halves together, um, and that's something they have to work on. You could say, hey, they didn't have their best lineup out there. That is true. Um, but you got to figure out a way to win. And now coming up on Sunday, this is a match against Vegas that you you need three points. You really do. Um, and you come out of this little two-game road trip. I know they play again on the road next week, but you come out of this week with four points on two road matches. I think you'd take that. Obviously you will, but you really you wanted more, and I think you wanted more from this match, especially when you left points on the table like they had They've done it a couple times this year. Games they should have won, and they haven't been able to completely figure it out. And I think it's you got they, they didn't feel like they wanted to step on the LA Galaxy's throat. And I feel like that is where uh, they've lacked a little bit uh, throughout this year. And, and you know, substitutions wise, um, Belmar had a great opportunity at the end of the match. I'm not really sure quite what happened there. Um, yeah, but Malik Foster, I think. He's getting more and more comfortable. Jerome Kiesevetter, who did not play in this last match, he's been battling back from injuries. Um, Sacramento's a little bit thin in their lineup right now because of some injuries. Guys are battling back and not having Luis Felipe. Um, and we'll see uh, what Briggs does on Sunday against Las Vegas. But I really liked, really, really liked the midfield group um, with Cuello, Villarreal, Panagos, and Lucroix, um in the five five midfield take out Wheeler Amanu who who played pretty well as well but put probably Luis Felipe there who's been pretty good in attack as well I think that's your best lineup and your best maybe midfield you've had all year um but we'll see and I think Belmar and Formella obviously have been good at times but maybe those guys come off the bench and start battling um I think Belmar is one of those guys who can provide a spark he Maybe, you know, hasn't been great in the 11, but he can bring that spark off the bench. So maybe that's what Mark Briggs decides to do with him the rest of the season. Um, Preston Judd, I tweeted this. I was really impressed by him. I thought he was solid. Uh, the 32nd goal, it just felt like kind of Sacramento fell asleep a little bit. And, and that's kind of going back to my point where they go up 2-0 and it's almost like they just decided to let off the gas. Um, and this team has to know, especially with how they've been playing they got to put the foot on the throat, and I think that maybe this is a good lesson. Um, but, you know, there's some concern there. However, you go into a team you've had great success with this year in Las Vegas. Mark Briggs said it at training today. You can't go in with any confidence against this team. 
based on recent performances against them this year. You got to get three points. Got to focus on that. Doesn't matter what's happened in the past. Got to focus on this ninety. Um, I think that's what this team will do. I, I did want to add as well. I think Kisavetter. I was trying to figure out exactly what they were going to do with Iwasa playing well. Kisavetter, since he's come to the team before getting injured, has was playing really well. Also, maybe they go up two up top. I'm not sure. It's an opportunity, maybe. And then when you have Malik Foster, I I now have no concerns or very little concerns about the attack. Now you shift defensively where there was a couple issues um, on Wednesday's match. And, you know, Hayden Sargent has been out with an injury for a couple weeks. I think we'll see him in the 18. I don't know if he'll be in the 11. Um, Nabi, you know, he makes a few mistakes here and there. He's a young guy, He's but he's played pretty well overall. He brings energy every match. And I think it's just the focus. It's the intensity. It's the mentality uh, defensively. Sacramento's got to hold it for 90 minutes and they do it really really well at times really well and you and you think to yourself wow this team this team can hold a clean sheet tonight and then they have a few lapses and then all of a sudden you give up three goals and that's something that that can't happen what a roller coaster of emotions though by the way on Wednesday I mean you go up 2-0 feeling so good and then you give up three straight goals the 85th minute on the PK was it a foul was it not I'm not going to con- give conjecture about that but then you're I mean, you're in your head, you're, oh my God, this is a, not a great loss. This is going to be terrible. It's going to be a tough one to bounce back from. The team does not give up. Kamiwasa gets a PK in the 89th minute. Kind of, <laughs> you get a another last minute point on the road that's happened, what, three times this year? Um, and, you know, all in all, you're still in a good spot. Still in a good spot. And I think that is something that's very encouraging about where this team is at. They haven't been playing very well recently. You could make the case there's been three games. They got draws that they should have won. A lot of game left. A lot of time left. Four points out. And not only that, it it's really not a huge jump to second place either, especially when you play Tacoma three times. I think you play San Diego twice more. Um, I think you're done with Orange County. But there's a lot of movement left on the table. You can't forget that. A lot of time left. All it takes is this team to get hot. And by the way, I don't think they've gotten hot yet. I don't think they've had a point where we're like, man, this team is playing the, the really, really well. I'm impressed in every facet of it. We've seen the attack play well separately. The de- defensively, we've seen the back line play well. Um, I don't know if we've really seen it all come together. And that's, I think, what is encouraging because the way this team can play, they have an opportunity if they put both sides together, which I really think they can, and I think they will, uh, they can be really dangerous. And by the way, no fear for this team to go on the road and get wins in playoffs. Like I, I would feel very confident that this team could go into Phoenix in the first round. I don't that that doesn't happen in the way the playoffs are laid out. But if they had to similar to last year, I actually think this team uh, has Phoenix's number this year, um, and I have no fear about how they go into the playoffs. And I know we still got a lot of time left, but I think that's important to state. Is I do feel like this team back against the wall uh, can pull it together and figure out a way. I mean, we've seen them pull off late goal after late goal after late heroic goal this year. They can absolutely do it when it comes playoff time. And so, you know, if you talk about Wednesday's match, you think about last Saturday, you think, ah, it hasn't been a great two matches. That is all true. But there's been encouraging signs in each match. Some of the individual play, especially from the new guys like Cueo, has been very, very impressive. You've had some injuries. You've had some guys being out with cards. Luis Felipe. So you haven't had your best lineup out there. Now you come Sunday, you will have Felipe back. Hayden Sargis, I believe, will be in the 18. And 
now you're starting to feel confident about where you get. This team can stay healthy down the stretch, and that has been a big if- issue. A lot of guys have been injured throughout the season. It's been unbelievable. Tucker Bones out for the year. Iwasa missed time earlier in the season. Jaime Villarreal missed a lot of the season. Kisa Vetter has been out. Malik Foster missed almost the whole season up to now. Still getting fit. Goes on Tomas Gomez now. It goes on Sargis. I mean, I can name everybody pretty much, it feels like. And that happens. I get it. But this team has been more injury prone this year just by chance. It just happens. So, all that being said, you go into a team against Las Vegas on Sunday and you need three points. But you've had, again, great success a bit against this Las Vegas team. You've got to be feeling confident. Um, and this is a place Sacramento has played really well. By the way, we got some pretty good fans out in Las Vegas, so I know we'll uh, come out. By the way, Vegas' last match, or one of the last matches, I'm trying to see if this is their last one. It's not. They lost 5-1 to one against San Diego on August 18th, by the way. 5-1. to one. That's a startling loss. So I think Las Vegas, who, by the way has had good matches this year. They've um, played pretty well against some top, top teams. So, you know, we'll see how this team can can bounce back. They've lost five consecutive games, Las Vegas has, and uh, they lost most recently to Oakland 3-1 to after that San Diego loss, then do L.A. 3-2, to and then a Tacoma 2-1. to So, I mean, they're a team that's struggling, and Sacramento needs to put the foot on the gas, step on their necks, put them out of their misery. Let's get some goals. Let's get a 3-1-3-0 win. Feel confident going into next week. I think that's got to be the goal for this club. And by the way, there's a lot of time left. There is a lot 12 games to go. We're not even two-thirds of the way through. A lot of time left. And, uh, you know, attack looks much better. Get the back line healthy. Once everybody's healthy, I think they're going to start playing better just because there's too many good players not to. They'll connect, and I think they're going to get hot right at the right time. And that's what they need to do right now to make a playoff push, and it all starts Sunday. All right, that's it for me on today's episode. Um, a lot of a lot of just me this week. No guests, just me. Uh, I, I guess I apologize, right? Um, but we'll have some good stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. A lot of good guests coming, uh, and I'm excited for you. Thank you guys for your support, as always. Sunday, Sacramento, taking on Las Vegas. You're going to want to watch it. It's where it always is. September 5th, 7 p.m. kickoff time. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Sacramento taking on the lights, the dreaded lights. They're 3-0 against them so far this year and an opportunity to go 4-0 and really get close in the playoffs in the playoff rankings, I should say, uh, coming up on Sunday. Don't miss the match. KQCA, My58, ESPN+. And, of course, I mean, come on, Estrella TV, if you want to wa- listen to it and watch it in Spanish. 7 p.m. kickoff. It's all, oh, by the way, it's going to be on SiriusXM Radio. If you can listen to it, you can watch it there, or listen to it there, or maybe watch it, ESPN+. Plus. There's so many places to watch the game. you got to do it. Um, so make sure you do that on Sunday. We thank our presenting partner of this podcast, U.S. Bank. We thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and follow, and let others know about this podcast. Thank you so much, and as always, go Republic.